When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Giddy Up Bag of Tips for Oz Equipment Rentals. Supplying equipment to the construction, mining and roadworks industries. OzEquipment.com Welcome back to Giddy Up. Time to find your few winners on this Wednesday. Now, we've got a couple of meetings that have been transferred and a couple of codes here, especially Victoria. So we're racing on the synthetic track at Pakenham and that meeting's been... Um, well, transferred from Cranbourne to Packenham, and that meeting's been turned upside down, basically. So um, we'll see if we can find you a couple of winners there, but it is a meeting that's been depleted, and we're racing on the Kenzo track at Randwick as well. So we might kick off with this Randwick meeting and catch up with uh, the great Tipos very own, Mickey Gannon, who joins us here on uh, this Wednesday morning. G'day to you, Mick. Jay Hall, how are you? I am well. I might have to get you and Dino involved with the Wednesday debate because um, we probably needed a little bit of um, Sydney or New South Wales representation there. Where would you – so who would you say right now is the best jockey in the land? Right now, Blake Shin, for sure, but only a yep. couple of weeks away, it'll be J-Mac. Okay, so J-Mac can bounce back. I don't think D-Lane's far off. In fact, I think he's just in front of B-Shin at the moment for mine. Oh, look, I appreciate his effort on Amelia's jewel. I thought it was fantastic. But if, if you go back and watch the tapes from what Blake Shin did on Friday night, doesn't even come close to that great ride on Amelia's jewel, which was a great ride. But, geez, what he did on Friday night, Blake Shin, and some of those winners was spectacular. Yeah, he's in he's in, a, he's in the zone at the moment, B. Shin. There's no doubt about that. It's just disappointing that we don't get to see him every week because he seems to be suspended every third week. <laughs> um, what do you Yeah, know? well, that's a, a great game, a bit like Nash, isn't it? You know, he's, he's the best when he's riding. Yeah. What do you make of this meeting today on the Kenzo track? Yeah, I played a real straight back to this meeting, G, because there's a fair bit of rain about on the radar. It's everywhere. Not sure if it's hitting Randwick or if it's not, but it will at some stage today. So we're just going to play very, very carefully. Just found one horse in race five, number six, Stromboli. Jet Stanley claims the three kilos for Team Hawks. Handles both surfaces, which I think is key to finding any bets that AG. You've got to handle both um, wet and dry. This horse is really good, um, winning on the Kenzo 1100 metres, beating a horse by the name of Atlantic Ocean and winning quite well. Then went to Randwick and was, just didn't have the best of runs. That was a Saturday grad. Now drops back to midweeks and uh, should get the job done with a three kilo claim. Race five, number six, Stromboli. How many units there? Um, we had a win yesterday. Yep. A couple wins the day before. Let's that's a four. Beautiful. You had four units there on Inca Trail there for the Ryan and Alexio Stable, and it did the job nicely. So um, sitting outside the leader there at Golden yesterday. So hopefully it can continue on. And looking forward to the weekend preview um, tomorrow. It's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to previewing um, Flemington and also, of course, um, Rose Hill there on a Saturday. It's going to be massive, G. Can't wait. Let's get tucked into the form right now. All right, mate. Thanks for that. See you, buddy. There's Mickey Gannon there. We'll catch up with Dean Watling in just a moment from deanwatling.com. 
And um, he's done the form for the Kensington meeting there at Ramwick. So seven races there. And Stromboli, the tip from Mickey Gannon, race five, horse number six. And there is a bit of rain around Sydney today. So just got to keep a close eye on the track conditions there at Randwick on the Kensington track this afternoon. I think he's ready to go now. Dean Watling from DeanWatling.com. G'day, Dino. Morning, Gareth, and good morning to all the listeners. Who would you say the best jockey in the land is at the moment? Yeah, it's a good question. I think Blake Shooting has to be. He's riding phenomenal, but I think in behind there, I think there's a couple that are sort of nipping at his heels. Nash is in great form. Zach Lloyd's actually been doing a really good uh, job up there in Sydney. Jimmy Orman, he flies under the radar. I know he doesn't have the, the premier races up there in Queensland, but he's riding winners for fun. And, and then obviously a couple others down there in Victoria as well. It's an interesting one with Jimmy Orman, for instance. Like, he's been sacked off two horses of recent times. So it's a tough game, isn't it? Yeah, it definitely is. But uh, it, it's a funny one to sort of weigh up. I think that's what adds to the, the uh, sort of class of some jockeys. You can take them anywhere and they can ride winners, I guess. If you, you put Blake Shin up there in Queensland around a couple of those tracks, but I guess that um, Jimmy's running around, would he be the best? He probably would be still. And then you take Jimmy down to Queensland, he sort of had a bit of a, a mare there on a Tino. So you've got to weigh it up. It, it's so hard because you, you cross all the different states, different jockeys, stables, et cetera, et cetera. And they know their tracks on the back of their hand, but you know, it's a good debate to have. Who wins today at Randwick, mate? Yeah, tricky meeting. And I just heard Gano, and he's pretty much summed up really well. There's a little bit of rain around Sydney, and that can affect the Kensington track sort of more so than any other track. If we do get the rain, I think they'll get off the fence and get to the middle part of the track and run on. But currently, good four firm deck that Kensington track's been playing forward of midfield. So that's the way I've done um, the meeting today. I line up with Gano's first tip as well, which I like. Race five, number six, Stromboli is my best bit of the day for all the reasons Gano mentioned. Comes out of a really strong last start race um, there at Rose Hill behind Garza Blank and Pirelli. I suggest that A-grade form gets in with the claim. I think that's probably the only knock there, losing a senior rider. But handles all conditions, unbeaten on the Kenzo and should get the run of the race. So my best bit of the day, race five, number six, Stromboli. We'll have three units on him. Mm -hmm. And then we move to race six. Uh, race six, number 10, Rhythm of Love. I really like the last start after this horse behind Balkans. Uh, that race rated really well at Warwick Farm. He's been gelded this preparation, and this has sort of been the making of this horse. Uh, up to 300 metres today, I think that's a big tick. Peaking condition third up. J-Mac on, I think that's a big tick. And he's riding at 55.5 kilos. So I think that's a good push. That means J-Mac's fit and he's ready to go. And I think he'll be trying to build those revs to topple Blake Shin at the top of our standing. So we'll have another three units on race six, number 10, Rhythm of Love. All right, race six, number 10, Rhythm of Love. I'm just seeing what price we're getting for that galloper there with bet three, six, five, around that $2 mark as well for Johnny O'Shea. So race five, number six, race six, number 10. Is that is that is that you there at Randwick today on the Kensington track, Dino? Yeah, they're the two I found. I think it was a, I found a really tricky meeting to sort of bet up and be confident, especially with this weather around. So um, straight back, similar to Gano, and hopefully uh, one of these two favourites lobs and we can build our cash towards the weekend. All right, mate. We'll catch up with you a little later on for trial time and then tomorrow with the weekend preview. Looking forward to it, mate. All right, mate. Great to catch up there with uh, Dean Watling. It is the start of a big week, basically, 
in Kalgoorlie on the gold fields today because we've got the running of the Hannans and this man's magnificent and he's always magnificent Andy. He's been well supported to take out the feature sprint there, the Hannans handicap and SJ Miller. I tell you what, he'd be my favourite jockey if we were talking about number one jockeys back in the day. SJ, good morning to you. You just, you just, um, you might be, you got us on speaker there, I think, SJ. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, there, right there, mate. So we'll, we'll get, we'll get to it. Can you win with Magnificent Andy today? Yeah. All right, beautiful. I think we get the gist there. And then Great Demon, race six, number one. Um, this horse was impressive on debut, a son of Magnus. He does look tough to beat as well. Are you happy with him? Yeah, um, probably going into his trade. All right then, mate. We'll see if we can get the um, cash today. And the Reed family play a big part in Kalgoorlie, of course, um, and they've got two big chances there with Magnificent Andy and Great Demon. S- SJ, you drive safely, mate, and behave yourself after you win today. Yeah, not a problem, mate. See you, mate. There's SJ Miller. It was difficult to hear him, so he's on the road from Perth to Kalgoorlie. So basically he's happy with both horses, I can report, the great SJ Miller. Um, and that Haddon's is a good race. I think there's a few chances there today. Magnificent Andy does look tough to beat, the son of Magnus. But looking at the Bet365 market there for the Hannon's Handicap, um, you've got Magnificent Andy. I, I think that Pro Consent can run a race at a price each way. $13 with Bet365. This horse now with the Casey family after formerly being trained there by Lindsay Smith. Um, big screens around that $10 quote. Mood swings at $8. So it's a winnable Hannon's this year. And Magnificent Andy does dominate the betting. Uh, Mitchie Lewis joins us now to go through some winners on this synthetic track at Packet. And Mitchie, this is a tough meaning to find any value. I probably found there was one horse that I could probably play with some interest, and that's Theo Rum. Race six, number two there for Enfajusasovic and Carleen Heffel. But I've never seen so many odds on favourites at one particular meeting, especially on a Wednesday afternoon. Gareth, you've just pinched my notes. That's one of mine. So great minds think alike. So that's a good start to the day. Yes. So you're with me then, I eh? do agree, though. Yeah, I went. I sort of went through this looking for overs. So I didn't like any of the ones that were short price. So I was a little bit concerned. So I had two that I'm happy to play small just for an overs, and uh, I fear him is one of them. Beautiful. So how many units would you have on that horse? I'm just going to have one on him. So I sort of thought, I don't know what your thought was, but his trial form's been quite good. He was a maiden winner at Flemington, and then he resumed recently at Cranbourne, where he did a little bit wrong. You could tell that was the case. So they put the crossover noseband on him today, and he's been back to the trial since, and he won that trial quite nicely. So I sort of thought that he looks like he's got some talent, so he looks overs at about that $4 mark, in my opinion. Yeah, he's a lightly raced five-year-old. He's only had the two starts, so he's... It, Obviously, he's had his issues along the journey, but I think he's got ability, and this looks a lovely race for him today. Um, so yep. anyway, that yep. $4 quote, I thought he was worth a, worth a play. But it is a tough meaning to find any type of value. What else have you got? 
So I'll go back to race three. There's a maiden here that I'm interested in. So number 15, I'm physical for the Moody Coleman team. I was concerned about the barrier for this horse when we obviously had a stacked field, but this one's been decimated by scratching. So he comes right into it now. So he's got a small field and he looks the likely leader that's going to go forwards and sort of take hold of the race. Um, trained at the track and he's had some synthetic trials, which I always think are positive. So he's around that $3 mark. I reckon we can have a unit on him as well. I'm just a little bit unsold by the favourite, um, a wash. Okay, so a wash is at $2. I'm physical, three twenty. How many units there? We'll just have one there as well, Gareth. So we're going to have one on each of these horses with a little bit more value and hopefully we just at least one of them pulls it off for us. Yep. Hopefully that's the case. So we're racing at Packenham in Victoria today and uh, we're playing um, Thea Rum and on physical race six, number two, race three, number 15. That'll do us, mate. Go and get them. Yep. Yep. That's the go. Thanks for that, mate. You have a good day and I'll chat to you soon. Same to you, Mitchie. Thanks for that, mate. There's Mitchie Lewis there. Riley Morgan, the great tip-off tipster of the week. He was leading the way for the SEN family and um, he had a, he was um, right on the money there with his tips there last week, and he joins us now. G'day, Riley. You're in form, mate. Yeah, thanks, Gareth. G'day. Hope you hope you're well, mate. But you know, you you keep moving forward pretty quickly, mate, and you're, you're only as good as your next one. Kalgoorlie, you'd be there, wouldn't you, this week for for the big week? Hannon's today. We just had a a chat to our great mate S.J. Miller. We couldn't hear him because he's somewhere in the middle of WA on the way to. <laughs> to Kalgoorlie, but he's got two magnificent chances today there at, at Kalgoorlie, including magnificent Andy in the Hannans. Yeah, he certainly does, Gareth, and, and that's the way I'm starting up in the Hannans today, mate. No surprises, uh, there's a bit of bad reception out there, but unfortunately I'm not heading up to Kalgoorlie myself this week. I, I am required in the uh, in the studios of Tab Radio this week, unfortunately, mate, but we are still going to have a good time there all the same. But I am with Magnificent Andy in the Haddens, although I will say he is getting quite short now in the market around that sort of $2.35. There's been plenty of support for him over the last sort of 24 to 48 hours, but he's been my Hannon's horse this year from a fair way out, and, and he, that's the race he's been set for from the start of his campaign, and I see no reason why we should jump off on grand final day. He was arguably the run of the meeting fresh, first up this campaign, before last, uh, got the bar shoes on, Gareth, after a stable mishap and missed a little bit of work. SJ did say post-race, but was still too strong for his opposition late thereafter, following key rival who meets again here, Let's Gallivant, into the race. And there was still some improvement left in him from that effort, which SJ made very clear and, and thinks he's going into this race today a bit fitter. And while the shoes do stay on here, he's shown he can still win in them and, and drops considerable weight from the 58.5 down to the 55 here and should get a soft enough run in transit from barrier two. It could potentially get a little bit tricky given there is a fair bit of pace in the race, but I think with even luck, I'm really keen on his chances in the feature. All right then, so that's a good push for Magnificent Andy. What else do you like there today? My best bet on the program comes up a bit earlier on the card there, Gareth. Race number three, horse seven here, Red Cadillac, who for mine looks one of the harder horses to beat on the program today. He just drew wide last start in the key form reference for this behind Dance of Thunder. And once she got clear running after being held up, she rattled home to miss by, by half a length there over the mile. So up to the 17.60 today with Sean McGrady on replacing the indisposed William Pike, unfortunately, who's not taking any of his rides at Kalgoorlie today after a, a bit of an mishap at trials on Monday. I think that this horse is drawn to be able to sit a pair or two closer in running here up in distance and barring bad luck, I think she'll pick them up down the middle late. What happened to Pikey at the trials? 
this one kicked out at him while he was being legged up, Gareth, and he just copped a, a nice uh, knock to his hip from all reports. And while the scans have cleared him of any real serious injury, uh, he's certainly uh, in a world of hurt. And the eyewitnesses that were there said he's one of the toughest blokes you'll ever see, Gareth, Willie Pike. But he was uh, certainly feeling the effects of that little uh, lash out by one of his mouths there on Tuesday. Oh, that's no good. Um, so let's hope Pikey gets the ice onto him and he recovers well. So the, are you playing any other horses apart from Magnificent Andy and Red Cadillac? Yeah, I'm having a little play there in the last, Gareth. A little, I'm backing a couple in the last. The first of those being male for, for Pete Fernie and Clint Johnston-Porter, who's going super since joining the region and was just luckless. Last start stepping up into this company after a pair of Class 2 victories. I think if he can find the front this time around, they'll certainly write him a bit more positive that he's going to be very hard to run down. And also just want to have something on Frankie Blue Eyes, who's, who's going to need a good steer from that gate. But he's going really well for Josh Brown. He comes through a really strong run, Tom Sayers Memorial Sprint last start. We're not offered a lot of luck in running and think if Sean O'Donnell can find some cover in the run or tag the, the likely speed in, in rightful air and mail across, and he could potentially find a nice enough spot in transit to give him a, a, a run in transit where he could probably win the race. And up to the mile, certainly more his go, I think, and should be some real meat on the bone there, which there is to have a have a little bet on him there as well in the last, Gareth. All right, so Frankie Blue Eyes, we're getting $10, $3.90 for mail, and Red Cadillac and Magnificent Andy are the firm favourites. But... It's always a great day there on Hannon's Day. Hopefully we can find a few winners, mate. Certainly hope so, Gareth. Have a very good morning. Yep, there's Riley Morgan there with his tips there for Kalgoorlie. Let's take the news. It's 9.37. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Ipswich is the venue in Queensland today and racing action continues every day across the Sunshine States. We welcome you back to Giddy Up and Bag of Tips this Wednesday morning. It's at 9.40 Eastern time and Chris Nelson joins us. 8.40 in Queensland these days with Daylight Savings kicking in. Hello to you, Chris O. It is. Uh, good morning to you, Gareth. Good morning to everyone. And yes, we, we get that time of the year where it's all very confusing. It it's is. confusing. Even yeah, our no. friends in, in WA, it's 6.40 there. And that just that extra hour going back yeah. there for WA, it seems like it's a massive difference. It is. It's just trying to organise all uh, crosses and races and everything. Timing up perfectly is very hard to do. But, you know, we, we could be doing tougher things, that's for sure. Correct. And for the punters out there, um, Queensland racing starts a lot earlier. So you need to be on, usually it's that they're a later start, but because of the time difference now that um, they're starting a little bit earlier. So I think, I think it's actually later. Later, sorry, I've confused. This is what I mean. It's so they are starting later. <laughs> they were the last race there yesterday at Emerald, I think, and it was like yeah. an hour and a bit after the last race at Goulburn. So that's the world we are living in. So what are we doing, mate, from a punning perspective at Ipswich? The first race is at, yeah, 18 minutes past two. Eastern yeah, which time. is late for you guys, for sure. But yep. uh, we're going to race three, number two, Montebot, uh, who did win a race here at Ipswich over this distance uh, last, uh, I'm sure it was either Cup Day or Oaks Day last year, and won, I think it was Cup Day, and won it very convincingly. Now, that was second up. He goes really well second up, and his first up run in town uh, in a Saturday grade race was quite good, just caught the eye late there. So right trip, right distance, not a lot of opposition here, inside draw, 
We'll just let him bob along and uh, gets a split or some room in the straight. He'll be finishing strongly. So race three, number two, Montebots. We will have four units to win on him. Beautiful. Then we'll go race five, number 11, try everything for Tony Gollan. Nicely bred filly by, or the dam is, uh, is a filly that Tony used to have, Teatralani, who was quite speedy. Now, this one gets out to 1,200 metres at start number two. Uh, the debut was a fourth at Zoom in behind Bandasher a couple of weeks ago. Did a bit of work early on from a wide gate to slot in behind the leaders. And then I thought finished off quite okay. So I don't see the 1,200 metres being an issue. Jimmy Allman rides. I think it'll be hard to beat. Race five, number 11, try everything. We'll have three units to win there. And race seven, number seven, shape and power. Now, there looks to be, even though we've lost some runners in this race, the speed still looks genuine. I love shape and power from an inside draw here. She was so good back to 1,050 last start, uh, back to the tail of the field, and then she cut loose and ran them all down. 1,100 metres today. As I said, gate one, she'll have the last crack at them. I think she can win again. She's been racing really well. I think she can win again. So race seven, number seven, shape and power. We'll have four units to win on her, Gareth. So around $4 there for shape and power for um, Thornton and also Chrissy Muntz. Hopefully it's a fill up today, Ipswich, mate. Thanks for your time. Pleasure, Gareth. Have a great day. There's a great Chris Nelson there. So check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is at racing today. 9.43, let's take a break. We'll come back with more of Bag of Tips straight after this, including a look at the Taronga meeting there in New Zealand with Butch Castles. Welcome back to Giddy Up. This is Bag of Tips. Let's head to New Zealand. Thanks to Love Racing NZ to find a winner there today. Butch Castles is our man. G'day, Butch. Where are we going today, mate? Uh, Tauranga today. Look at a drying, improving track. We've got a lovely spell of weather over the North Island. They have had plenty of rain. I think came up a heavy eight this morning, but probably likely to improve maybe a point as the day progresses there. We'll go for a shorty in race two, number 12, Mary Shan. She's the only one they want. She's $2 into $1.70, but on the strength of her third on debut and then second last time at Taupo, 1,300 metres, she should be too good for them. So thought uh, she was the best today. Race two, number 12, Mary Shan. We'll go to race seven, number five, Miss Rockette. Was a nice run, resuming when fifth. Come up at four dollars into three sixty. Not the strongest field in the world, and I thought uh, she'd be awfully hard to beat for Stephen Marsh and Sam Weatherly, as I say, expected to have derived benefit from that fifth resuming. So race two, number twelve, Mary Shan at the short price, and race seven, number five, Miss Rockette at a nice enough for each way price of three dollars and sixty cents. All right, then Butch, and unfortunately, Sharp and Smart's out of the spring. Yeah, that'd be a devastating blow for uh, Rogie and uh, Debbie and the team there. Look, he just obviously something was wrong uh, at Hastings. Uh, far, far better horse uh, than that, as we well know. Both sides, Oz the Tasman, he was our horse of the year. But um, I think uh, they got him thoroughly vetted in what was it, a, a viral issue or something. So only uh, two or three weeks in the paddock and they'll reset sites, realign some goals and whether that's uh, on this side of the Tasman before heading over to the Sydney Autumn, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the path they choose to take with him. But he'll be back, uh, far too good a horse not to be. And we'll get to see Legato this week? Yeah, she'll run in the Matamata Cup, and yep. uh, she's advantaged by the fact that La Creek's in the race as well. So the two mares that um, didn't race at Hastings due to the wet track, they're both uh, drawn into the Matamata Cup field. So a couple of locals, uh, well... Lark Creek used to be a local. She's shifted out to Tiawamudu, Katrina and Simon Alexander. But in saying that, she knows her way around there. She won the Arrowfield on the track on the day last year when it was relocated 
through uh, wet weather at Hastings. So she gets the 60 kilos, Legato 58 and a half. It'd be wonderful to see those two high-class race mares and then safely through that. I imagine you see them both in Australia. And your little star, you just didn't handle the heavy track. Was that right with Tokyo Tycoon? No, that's the story. He didn't handle the heavy track, uh, knocked himself in behind as well. So he's gone to the paddock for three weeks, won't be going anywhere near Rickerton, and he'll be refocused towards uh, the Karaka Million late in January. So, uh, yep, that's uh, what happens with horses. Yep. No, unfortunately, you get the highs and you get the lows. But that's why we love that great game, because the yeah, highs are sure. so yeah, so good. Good on you, Butch. Thanks for that, mate. Cheers. There's, there's Butch Castle. Thanks to Love Racing NZ. Let's take a break. We'll find you some winners in the dogs and the trots coming up next. Welcome back to Giddy Up on this Wednesday morning, 9.56. Time to find your winner, or a couple of winners in the trots now. Cobram's been transferred to Shepparton after heavy rain flooded stalls and facilities. So we wish the, the Cobram Harness Racing Club all the best under those circumstances. Trainers, of course, have the option now of scratching penalty free. The seven race card kicks off at 1.52. Darren Carroll joins us. Darren, how are you, mate? Um, that's unfortunate for the Cobram Club. Yeah, morning, Gareth. Yeah, it is unfortunate for Cobram. Um, there was small forecast for rain today as well, so they made a decision nice and early. So, and full credit to they initially trans- initially abandoned them and then um, changed it to a transfer to Shepparton, which was um, you know very good and very good of Shepparton. I'm sure that they've had to work hard this morning to get everything organised as well with volunteers and things like that. So, full credit to the the industry for making it happen. Beautiful, mate. Um, so there's no markets up for these at the moment um, because of the confusion this morning. But I did see this morning that my tip in race seven, um, number six, Franco Norway, was a dollar ninety the last time I looked. So those markets will come up soon. Um, so that's what I'm tipping. Uh, Earlier this year, this guy resumed uh, from about two and a half year spell um, for the O'Donoghue Bartley camp. Couldn't have been more impressive in those two two wins. Still liked its runs, um, and it had trialled really well before that. Um, might have had some issues again and had six months off and then resumed at Wagga but interestingly it hadn't had a trial before that and I read the Shields report and they said maybe it needed a trial and wasn't quite fit enough so it's gone back to the trials it's had a really soft trial, looked good um, I'm just banking on it being the best horse in the race and being too good so race 7, number 6, Franco Norway three units, uh, it's about $1.90 the last time I look so I think that's probably what price it'll come up um, then we move to Ballarat tonight really interesting meeting Gareth um, we've got the 1200 meter races at Ballarat um, and we know from Melton we, we learn a lot um, over the first week um, Ballarat's a little bit different no sprint lane and also a longer run into the first corner for the 1200 meter start so um, it might be interesting racing and um, even more interesting one of them, the 1200 meter races is the Trotters race Okay. So, yeah so there's a lot of stuff that's going on there that Probably makes me want to watch and learn a bit tonight, but I've sort of gone off my All right, before of the... we, We've got about 30, so if it's okay, we might take the news, mate, and then we'll come back right. and get your tips there for Ballarat. And um, a few text messages coming through too, D. Carroll. Mm, what um, have I done? Oh, well, there's there's an interesting... Out of form? Uh, yeah, no, there's an interesting opening race at Shepparton. Someone, <laughs> a couple of people right. have... Um, <laughs> Obviously, you might be a part owner there, so you kept that quiet, but not you can't keep anything quiet here on Giddy Up. It's 10 o'clock in news time.
Welcome back to Giddy Up. We're still with Bag of Tips on this uh, Wednesday morning. Thanks to Oz Equipment Rentals and the best pub in the Mallee, the Ultima Hotel, and Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Darren Carroll, what's your best at Ballarat tonight? Do you want me to go back to uh, Cobram or yeah, Shepparton on race one? So yeah. ra- race one, what horse have you got? Uh, Balladenza in the first race at uh, at Shepparton now, and um, she's had two trials. Uh, looked um, very good in the trials. She'll come up short, so hence why I haven't tipped. I think she's about dollar sixty five, but um, yeah, good thing. I think uh, very very nice filly, and we'll see a nice horse today. All right then, geez, you forgot it. You got another one. Unbelievable, you are. <laughs> uh, so they're Ballarat tonight. We talked about the twelve hundred meters. Um, I think I'll learn a lot from tonight. Um, like we did at um, Melton, but I'm trying to take a little bit of um, the references from Melton and I found one that I think will lead and I still think the leaders in this class of race is the way to go for the 1,200 metres, but um, if I'm proven wrong, we'll see tonight. Race four, number two, Soho Lamoon uh, for Mick Stanley. Uh, we know Mick will be aggressive off the gate. Um, it's got really good gate speed anyhow. She's only a lightly raced filly, comes out of a strong race last time and probably just a little bit outclassed in that occasion. Um, she only needs an easy lead, and I think she'll be winning. So, two dollars sixty at the moment. We'll have three units on her at that price. She's into a dollar ninety-five now. We've bet three. Is it already? Yeah. Uh-huh. There was a couple of scratchings okay. there, um, but I don't know if that's affected the market. But now into a dollar ninety-five. No, it snapped it up quickly. So, yeah, that's yep. still the right. You know, still okay. Get on. Yep. Beautiful. That'll do for uh, for Ballarat. So just one at each meeting today, Gareth. So yep. So Franco Norway at Shepparton race seven number six and Ballarat race four number two. And Daz, we wish you the best of luck with your filly in that first race at Shepparton. No wonder you wanted the races on. <laughs> thanks, mate. Yeah, thanks. Bye. There's Darren Carroll there. The Labrokes million dollar chase October thirteen, not far away. Semi finals Saturday night at Wentworth Park. Simon Orchard joins us now from. Greyhound Racing, New South Wales. G'day, Simon. We're not far off uh, the semi-finals. Wonder where Bromwyn is at the moment. <laughs> G'day, G. I am uh, in the car, mate, on my way to Sydney. We've got the Million Dollar Chase launch today in the Harbour City. No Bronnie Welsh, but we do have Pete Legagione, the two-time winner, and six-time semi-finalist, mate. An unbelievable record for Pete. So he'll be at the launch. Timmy Newbold will be telling us what it's like to call a Million Dollar Chase final and run us through what he's thinking as a race caller. Uh, and, of course, I'll be there to clean the toilets, mate. So looking forward to it. Is Timmy Newbold, what's he doing these days? Is he still at Greyhound Racing New South Wales? Yeah, he sure is, mate. He's uh, a very valued member of the team. Myself and him actually will be hosting the coverage on Friday night, semi-final night. Duke is having a night off. He's got a big uh, other commitment to attend to, mate. So they're throwing me to the walls. It'll be me and Timmy trying to steer the ship for five hours on Friday. Oh, Mark Duclos, there you go, and Timmy Newbold, two great individuals. Um, what are we doing then today, mate, to make some money? Yeah, well, we've got the, the launch of the chase today, mate, but tonight we've got the heats of the Million Dollar Chase Maiden. Yes. And, of course, the Masters Meteor for the older dogs. So the young and the old will go to Wenty tonight. Of course, all roads lead to that October 13 final night. Tonight we like race five, number two, Tear Tremor, uh, as I said, it's a million-dollar chase maiden, so not a lot of exposed form, but really well-bred youngster out of Freaky Tears who has produced Trapper Tears, Trooper Tears, and Like Wildfire. So multiple group finalists, multiple track records from the previous litter out of Freaky Tears. I like Tear uh, Tremor for Mickey Ivers. 
and I think race five, number two, you can have three units to make some money there. Race six, number six, raise the bar for Nev Brown. This dog debuted on Zapto Megastar night, mate, and Nev Brown was very nervous. It was about $1.15 jumping from box eight, and he said it wanted the rail. It had no luck. Once it got into clear air, you could tell that the thing has a motor, but just no luck on that occasion. So some exposed form, which tells me that the price maybe is a little bit wrong. I think it was 450 last time I checked. So I'll have two units, race six, number six, raise the bar. And then the best bet of the night, mate, in the Masters Meteor, race nine, number three, Connections. It's a race in two. Connections in box three, Aston Barrick box eight. Aston Barrick wants to be wide, and if it finds the front, it could very well win. But I just think Connections has too much pace, and if Aston Barrick doesn't lead, it cannot win the race. So race nine, number three, Connections, the best bet on the program tonight in the Masters Meteor. We've got the semi-finals of the chase on Friday. We've got the Sydney Cup heats as well. We've got the Young Stars heats coming up on Saturday. G and, of course, the final of the Million Dollar Chase next Friday night, October 13. Good dogs everywhere. It's a great time to be alive. Just with your staking plan, what are you doing there at Wentworth Park tonight, mate? So, tier trim, we're going to have three units, my friend. We're going to have two units on Raid the Bar, and then we're going to have four units on Connections, mate. Hopefully, it's still up there. Beautiful. So, we've got two units Raid the Bar at $5, and then four units on Connections there in race number nine. And we're getting $2.60. Happy days, mate. Say good day to Timmy for us and enjoy the launch there today. Yeah, we'll do. Hooroo. There's Simon Orchard there, the world's richest greyhound race, the Million Dollar Chase, Wentworth Park, October 13. grnz.co.nz for everything. New Zealand greyhound racing. Ascot Park is the venue today. Maddie Claridge joins us. G'day, Maddie. Hey, mate. How's it going? I am well. What are we doing today, mate? All right, bit of a mixed bag of form to go off really today because Eddington is out of commission uh, for the next two weeks. So we're back at Ascot Park and Ascot Park Extra. Um, but I do think I've found a couple at some solid value. Um, first one being in the first meeting, Ascot Park, race seven, number eight, Gold Star Yogi. Um, I think the recent form stacks up well. I think it could be slightly overs. Um, should get a nice cart into the race from the seven who shows box speed, hopefully, and will be strong late. Uh, one unit each way at $6.280. And then we go on to race nine, number four, Light Me Up. Uh, built to another one last time in a good effort to overcome a short price favourite. I think she's still a chance to double up. Um, she should be able to match motors with three and two for early speed, but if she finds the lead early, she should be strong throughout. Two units at around $3.60. Yep. And then we go to Escol Park Extra, race five, number four, Karen Jewell. Um, looks a really solid chance. She was a comfortable winner last time, 22.73. That was her third win from the last four starts. Clearly the one to beat, five units at 2.20. Beautiful. So um, race five, number four, what's her name again? Karen Jewell. Karen Jewell. So that's yeah. uh, Ascot Park extra there. So Karen Jewell, hopefully it's a fill up. Maddie, enjoy your day, mate. Enjoy Ascot Park. Thanks. You too. Cheers, mate. There we go, Maddie Claridge there. We love our dogs. They love to race. Check out grnz.co.nz. For everything New Zealand Greyhounds, Darren Carroll's bet there at Shepparton was Franco Norway, race seven, number six. So, yeah, the, the markets aren't up just yet for Shepparton because that meeting has been transferred from Cobram to Shepparton um, because of the weather. So I think the bookmakers are just reframing their markets with that different track. So that wraps up Bag of Tips. Thanks to Oz Equipment Rentals, supplying equipment to the construction, mining and roadworks industries. OzEquipment.com, the best pub in the Mallee, the ultimate hotel. And today's wagering update always brought to you by Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. 
Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Trial time coming up next with Dean Watling from deanwatling.com here on Gideon.